Vegetarian Zen, episode number 45. Hi, this is Farnoosh Brock, the author of the Healthy Smoothie Bible, and I am about to get my veg on. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. And in this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we will be talking to Farnoosh Brock of Prolific Living about her new book, The Healthy Smoothie Bible. And I should add that one of our recipes is in that book. It's on page 79. And it is my spirulina smoothie. Awesome. Now, I got to ask you, how does it feel? Have you ever had your name in the index of a book? Outside of a yearbook? No. Doesn't count. <laughs> so this is like, you're, you're like, your name is in print. That's pretty How cool. awesome is yeah, that? That was pretty cool to see that. Yeah, it is. So let's, let's talk a little bit about Farnoosh before we start the interview. Uh, Farnoosh left her long career at a Fortune 100 technology company to start her own company, Prolific Living Inc., And uh, what she does with Prolific Living is she writes, creates, speaks, um, and her goal is to help achieve freedom in both your health and your profession through the systems and techniques that that she's built. Yeah, what I love about her site is very balanced between Mm -hmm. healthy living. I mean, it's healthy living overall. It's not just food, drink. uh, It is mind, career, a bunch of stuff like that. Right, right. And now she's the best-selling author of the Healthy Juicers Bible, which we did a a review of back, gosh, last... I think it was like episode four. Yeah, it was was a while ago. Um, So we did a review of that, and we do use it when we juice. And uh, she also, and I think this is interesting, uh, she's an Ashtanga Yogini. Uh, which I'm not sure exactly what that is, but I'm sure it has something to do with yoga. Yes, she she does practice yoga. Wow. And uh, she's also an amateur photographer and a devout world traveler. And for more information about Farnoosh, you can go to prolificliving.com. Okay, okay, okay. Let's get into the interview. All right. Welcome to the show, Farnoosh Brock. Welcome. Hi. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me, Vicky and Larissa. I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you here as well. And so we'd love to dive into the Healthy Smoothie Bible. But before we do that, would you mind just telling our audience a little bit about yourself? About um, your history is very interesting. If you can maybe just give some a brief history and then also how you came about to your website, Prolific Living. Yes, I'm happy to. So I am a, an, a writer today. I sometimes say author, but then I was listening to one of my favorite authors call himself a writer. And I'm like, who am I to call myself an author? He calls himself a writer. But anyway, um, I write a lot for a living, which I never thought I would do. I come from a very technical engineering background in school and then a long corporate career where I was lots of different things, project manager, engineer, what have you. And um, my blog was one of the many hobbies I had as a distraction because there was so much missing in my career and uh, it just took off. It just became so much more than a hobby. 
So I developed my writing through that. I developed a sense of who I am and what I want to do, where I want to go. I tapped into this amazing community, this world of people and entrepreneurs and people on media and bloggers and writers who are creating a different life and different income streams. So that was a few years ago, obviously. And uh, since then, the blog flourished and um, I started self-publishing books that led to the traditional publisher. I started a coaching business as well as um, my own programs and products. It's been a wonderful journey. And um, here we are today. We are launching the second uh, published book um, through my um, wonderful publishers. And um, we are um, just um, enjoying this journey because it's been so fulfilling for both me and my husband. Well, that's awesome. And Larissa and I, one of our first podcasts we did, I think it was podcast number four, mm-hmm. was it? Was that correct? Mm-hmm. Was a review of why we love the healthy juicers, uh, juicers Bible. And uh, I, we talk a lot about how the podcast came about was that Larissa and I made a lot of mistakes when we became vegetarians about a year ago. But one of the things we did right was mm-hmm. to buy your book. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice to hear. I heard that. Thank you so much for the shout out. And what I love about your podcast right now is that you guys are not really pushing, oh, you have to be a vegetarian, oh, you have to be a vegan mantra, so much as talking about your your journey through this vegetarian uh, road and sharing everything and just being so open and and compassionate about it. I love that because that's exactly the kind of tone of voice I like to have about my journeys because we are all learning. There's no right or wrong. I don't think there's just better and better, better ways to take care of yourself. Absolutely. And let's start with, let's start talking about the Healthy Smoothie Bible because it is such a great book. As I mentioned, we just read it. We got a a preview copy and we were very, we loved it. And I want to start even with the dedication going to what you were along the lines of what you just said, the, the, the way you dedicate the book is to all who seek health and healing from mother nature. That's a great dedication. Right. Well, it's so simple and it just encompasses everything that that I know you're about and that we're about as well. Thank you. Thank you. So So let's let's talk a little bit about probably one of the biggest questions you get. And (laughs) we also get this as well. What is the difference between juicing and smoothies? I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> and which one is better and which one should I do? So, and, and obviously now that I have a book on both, I will get this even more than before. I think that personal experience, what I have gone through has shown me that I absolutely love to incorporate both juicing and smoothies in my healthy lifestyle. So there's so many factors that go into deciding which one you should do and when, but I think the simplest answer is you really should explore both if you have the means. And if you can't do it at home, there are places now more and more, thankfully, that are offering free, fresh juices and fresh smoothies. But I think there's different uh, reasons for both. So for example, the, the last year or so, I have focused more on smoothies and really explored so much more in this realm because I was writing the book. But before that, I was just obsessed with juicing. But every now and then I still do my juicing. For instance, the, the, the ways you could decide is if you want to really go on this huge 
detox and and sort of um, a reboot of your body to uh, to uh, borrow from Joe Cross and to really uh, go into some kind of a fast. So fasting on juices is really one of the benefits of juicing alone. You can fast, quote unquote, fast on smoothies, but not really because the smoothies are food because they have the fiber. Whereas juices are really just a drink with nutrients. It's like a powerhouse of nutrition in a glass. And if you remove the, all the fiber, if you have the right devices to remove all the fibers, then drinking a juice should not activate your digestive system. So that's how it lets your body go into this fasting mode. And it's great for weight loss and, and cleansing and, and just deep detox. So, but if you want to just get healthier and you just have a blender in five minutes, then I would say start with smoothies, incorporate green smoothies and that's so much easier. And there are ways to really, really liquefy your smoothie to the point that it will be it's very, very close to a juice, even though it will have the fiber in there, but it will be completely um, uh, crushed by the by the blender blades and all that. So um, I don't know if I evaded the question. I hope I gave you some guidelines. And um, again, it also comes to also personal preference, lifestyle, but there is no better or worse. I just don't think we should even think of it that way, right? Because it just depends on what's the situation, what's the the day like, what's your week like, what's what are your goals, what is your fitness goal, what is your personal goal, and um, how are you going to to feed your body? If you're juicing, are you also going to eat something later? If you want to skip a meal, then maybe I could, you could do the smoothies. So many different ways to look at it, and we can dig deeper into whichever area you like and take this even further. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, I, I think you make a really bold statement in your book where you say that two things saved you. There was, And what I love about your book is there's a part where you're very transparent about where you feel like your health was taking a downturn. Yes. And you say two things saved you. One was juicing and the other one was smoothies. Yes. So, so can you elaborate on that? Yes, absolutely. So I was um, having a really, really hard time taking control of my health. And I think this happens to a lot of us. And, and I want to say maybe especially women, because I have noticed that when we become so focused on our careers, especially my fellow corporate female peers, that we just start neglecting the health. We're like, okay, well, this is not so important. I have my job and my boss, and then I have my family. And we start sacrificing our health, which is, I think, one of the dumbest things we do because we pay for it dearly. So I was doing that and I just felt like it was just slipping away, like I had no control because I've usually been... Like, all my life, I've been very fit, very, very much in charge of my nutrition. So I gained about 15 or 20 pounds, which was a lot for me. I'm a pretty small frame person. And um, at some point, I had to make a, a shift in what I was doing because the old things that I, were, I was doing weren't working. Um, the, the old workout routine and going on a little diet over the weekend, none of that was working. So I had to make a radical shift and I stumbled into juicing first, which was really fun. I thought it was just fun to juice. I just think that's just the most fun thing to do. And I don't do anything in the kitchen, really. I mean, my husband will tell you I make a great salad and, and I help him out, but that's it. So I thought juicing is fun. And that was really how my weight loss and my transformation started. But then I expanded into other areas because I was reading so much. I was reading books on juicing, books on smoothies, and books on raw foods and raw food diets and vegan diets. And I was just going to explore everything. So the book on smoothies was talking about green smoothies. Uh, Victoria Butenko was very well known about this whole revolution of green smoothies. And that was 
incredibly shocking to me to, 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 to basically put banana and spinach in the same thing, in the same blender. I just remember, I just thought, oh, I, I can't do it, but you don't even taste the spinach and it comes out delicious. So I started adding smoothies a little bit later. I would say that I was doing just the juicing and a lot of raw fruits and vegetables, mainly dark leafy vegetables in my diet for a few months. And I started to see that I'm getting better. I'm getting healthier. I'm feeling better. My skin is clearing up. I've got more energy. All these amazing things were happening. And then I started adding smoothies to my breakfast and, and maybe replacing a meal here and there while still doing the juicing. So the smoothies weren't so much for weight loss. I think it was just a better way to eat and to, um, just feed my body all the nutrition because this is what's so hard to get all the nutrition that you need on your daily nutritional chart, if you will. It's so hard and it's so hard to eat and chew all of those fruits and vegetables that we really need. So smoothies and juices provide you a better way and a faster way to let your body kind of consume all of that. So, um, I was just, um, kind of doing both of them. And over the years, Vicky, I have gone and Larissa, I have gone through um, <laughs> phases. Sometimes I have fallen off the wagon. I have had, t- you know, times where I've traveled, I was not able to access juices or smoothies. So I have had to compromise. I have had to do other things. So if this is relevant, we can talk about that, but, um, you always get back into it. So I think that's really important because um, life happens, but uh, you always want to do your best. So if you're really busy, then try to do the smoothies for a while. If you have more time and you're, you're trying to think of it, maybe doing it fast, then maybe think about juicing. Yeah, one of the interesting things about your book, and I really appreciate this because you just touched on a little bit, was that you to focus more on health rather than weight loss. And that almost, the weight loss is almost a byproduct. Yes. But one of the things in your book, the recipes that you have don't have caloric information, which I thought was really, really great because you were kind of backing that up by not including that by saying, look, just focus on the mm-hmm. nutrition of within the smoothies and don't worry about so much about the calories. Right. Was right. that kind of a, a mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was just going to ask, was that was that a, that was a conscious decision you made? To, well, to do that. Well, it's I mean you're right in terms of like my 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 real intention which is not to be so obsessed with counting calories and I think that's that's highly ironic because I'm actually doing some calorie counting using my fitness pal. So I'll I'll put that out there. I'm a very honest person as you can tell. So so I am counting calories now and I have actually been measuring that this the smoothie calories. However, I think it's really important to to focus on feeding your body better and um uh, the other thing was a little bit logistical in that uh the weight of let's say your apple or your orange would be different than what I had weighed. So unless I was doing exact grams on how much your 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 pudding and your smoothie, uh, then it was very hard to give you exact calories, and I didn't want to give a calorie range, so uh, it would have been an approximate anyway. So I decided to leave it out. But um, I think that if you are going on a serious weight loss and you really want to replace the smoothies for your meals, etc., there are actually wonderful apps out there, such as my fitness app, my fitness pal, to help you kind of look at the calories you're consuming. However. I think the obsession we have as a culture with calories, I mean, this is just like, I used to count calories when I was 16 years old and um, using this new app right now, it's just something I'm doing with my husband. But, but um, when I was doing it back then, it was very unhealthy. 
in that I was just trying to sabotage my food and my nutrition and, and punish myself if I ate more than I should have and my approach was completely wrong. And I think a lot of us just have that, that unhealthy obsession with counting calories. So I was going to just stay away from that and just present you the information so that you make a better decision and then make a smart judgment call on what is a healthy portion. So if you are developing those good habits, then one of them is that you learn not to overindulge because we all know what happens when we overindulge. We always regret it. So, um, and it gets into the psychology of it, but I just didn't want to bother with worrying about calories, more about what goes into the smoothie to make it healthy. Right. And I think that's, that's great. And uh, speaking of what goes into the smoothie, uh, you had mentioned that the first time you thought about combining a spinach and a banana, you thought you know, yuck, or (laughs) how does it taste? And, you know, I'm, I'm a lot the same way before I became a vegetarian, I hate vegetables. And it's been, it was, it's been a little bit of a challenge for me. And just the thought of uh, putting a bunch of different vegetables and fruits together in a, in a juicer and then drinking that and the color of it, it just really kind of upset me. (laughs) And, uh, but so what would you, what, but now I do it and I love it. And spinach is, is a base for most of my juices, uh, spinach or, or chard. And so now I do it and I just think it's great. So what would you say, uh, to people who are kind of green averse, I was, uh, as far as when you get started doing, doing juices and smoothies, uh, what's the best way to get started with that? Right, right. I mean, uh, one thing I would do, I had this conversation with my husband before I put that chapter in the book and I said, this is just so ridiculous because I mean, we are ridiculous, all of us as human beings, because think about the color of coffee. It's the same as the color of mud. Right? Mm-hmm. right. I mean, and I used to be a coffee fanatic. Now I focus on tea. And if you really think about it, that by itself, it, purely by, by itself, is not a very appetizing color. But what it is, is that it has a very fond association in our mind with something delicious, with a good feeling, and all of that. So it's all about associations. So if you and I grew up drinking these green drink drinks, if our moms handed us the green drinks, we would be associating the, the color with some fond memories and, and we would be all set. So I think green was just not a part of that, that, that upbringing. So we don't have the association and it's not part of our culture. So then we haven't developed the association as an adult. So I would say all you have to do is start by tricking your mind a little bit so you can form that association and then it's, it's all done because we know, and, and I think hundreds of thousands of people will agree, it, it tastes really, really good. But I think your mind just stops you. So then it shuts down your appetite. So the easy advice would be try it. Try it first, right? And make sure you're making your own. You're absolutely right. I get <laughs> right. Yeah, I get I get such funny looks when I take my own juice to work because sometimes the color, I guess, is not appealing to some people. Even though I think it's awesome, right? But uh, they, but when I've had a few folks try it, and I said, here, try a little drink. They are amazed at how good it tastes. Yes. So you're absolutely right. We're kind of conditioned that certain the way certain things look. You know, somebody even told me that looks like dirty dishwater or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, no. But it's <laughs> right, right. It doesn't take it, I guarantee. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, you just um, have to make the association. Absolutely. So uh, one of the things in addition to what I really like about your book is you have a lot of reference tables. One of the ones, for example, is when you're beginning all the way to when you're more advanced and you're looking to add things like superfoods to your 
were to your smoothies. So can you talk to us a little bit about how that evolved and, and, uh, and how you created that? Sure. So for this book, um, we wanted to, uh, first of all, um, do, I guess, you know, the, the, the basic foundations. You know, you have your vegetables, your fruits. Then we wanted to also include um, nut butters and nut milks. So all my recipes for this book happen to be vegan. So we do not have any dairy in our in our um, recipes. But we wanted to include nut milks, nut butters, and seeds, so these are different categories of foods. And then I wanted to include some very, very well-tested protein powders. And um, and then beyond that, we wanted to add some superfoods. So there were categories that I wanted to create. And I wanted to go from simple, put it together in a blender in five minutes with the stuff in your fridge kind of a recipe. And then I wanted to also give the recipe that is more complex, that has a lot of nutritional um I guess, balance in it. And it has maybe um, helping you to fuel your body and and, uh, rebuild, you know, after a workout and all of that. So I wanted to go through different categories. So it was actually a lot of work, believe it or not, to come up with with how we were going to organize all this data, right? There's so many different ways you could approach it and there is no right or wrong way. We decided to tag every recipe with a few tags and we have defined the tags at the very beginning. So at the very start, we decided we're going to have, um, I was going to have more recipes than my other books. So I'm going to have 108 recipes, which is a very lucky number in, um, in, um, Indian philosophy from yoga. So I was like 108. And then we are going to have tags for every recipe and I'm going to be accommodating people who are absolute beginners, people who are in a hurry, people who want to do meal replacement. I believe that was one of them and people who want to experiment with more than just fruits and vegetables. And I wanted to emphasize that you do not need the seeds and the nut butters and the superfoods and the protein powders. You really don't need them to start your smoothie journey. But because of the nature of this blending things together, it actually works out to more options than juicing in terms of what you can put in there. So we started to experiment and the experimentation was, um, okay, how are we going to do this? Because there is different brands, right? Everything has a hundred different companies making it. So I um, did some research. I found out the best, most well-known brands by their reputation. And from those, I contacted the top three or four companies in each area. So for protein powders, for superfoods, for spirulina, for oats. And I, and I said, look, I'm thinking about featuring a, a brand in my book. I may be recommending you. So I asked them for some sample packets and we worked out different arrangements. And then we started testing. And um, that was sort of the process. And we weren't sure how that was all going to work out because it was still, we were just figuring it out. But I wanted to include the idea that, look, you can make simple smoothies or you can go all out. But Again, there is no right or wrong way. I don't dictate that you need to have superfoods and protein powder. Of course not. So I wanted to give people a lot of options and something that you could experiment with beyond the basics so you don't get bored. Right. Well, and I love the the fact that you do the tags to make it kind of easier for people to find exactly what they're looking for mm-hmm. and um, have the different options from Good. like very basic to more yeah, to more, uh, including more things. Um, and then also, what about using herbs? What kind of, what, how can you use herbs in smoothies to kind of boost your health or your immune system or, or, mm-hmm. or address right. other issues like For that? For medicinal purposes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so um, by herbs, I mean, I consider, um, uh, 
what is it? Cilantro, parsley, dill, mint, basil, all of that to me, a fennel even, those are in the herb family of vegetables. Is that what we're talking about? Or did you have something else in mind? Right. Okay. So those are just part of your greens. So I have included some of those in the recipes. Um, it's just, uh, it's just a matter of, I guess, adding it in. I mean, if you're making a green smoothie, your spinach and your kale and your chard could be sort of the main green. And then there is that, uh, the, 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 the herb that can add aroma as well as additional nutrition. And I would use uh, not the same amount, probably a very, much, much smaller amount. So if I'm going to add spinach and cilantro, for instance, I would add maybe two cups of spinach and then a handful, a small handful of cilantro or a small handful of mint or dill or um, a fennel. And I would just add it in as part of the recipe. In fact, you can modify all of my recipes. Then you would add the other parts of the, um, of the uh, smoothie. Maybe you have banana to make it creamy and then you have some kind of a base liquid and so on and so forth. So, um, I think, you know, most of the herbs now, these are, I'm not talking herbal, herbal powders or superfoods. I would think those, you just have to kind of be very, very careful. What is the ingredient? Is that good for you? Because if you're talking herbal medicine and stuff like that, that's totally different, right? It's a whole different realm, but we're talking about just fresh herbs in your grocery store, then sure, just work them into the recipe or find some of the recipes where I have used, I, I used quite a number of them. I hope I remember right. Does that answer your question, Larissa? It it does. And uh, I was going to ask you one more thing about that. You mentioned using a, a amount. Is, now, is that because the, the taste is stronger in these? Because I know like cilantro and parsley, um, fennel can have like an, mm-hmm. a stronger taste. Not necessarily. I think it's just that um, I just, you know, use less of the herbs. I don't think necessarily some of the herbs have a stronger flavor, but I think the herbs are usually not like they, they could be, I guess you could make like with parsley, I'm pretty generous. You could make a smoothie that, um, has just parsley as your, as your green. And then you have all the other stuff. So, um, I just think of herbs as, um, a portion. Like it's just, it's just for mm-hmm. taste and it's just for, for a little bit of a kick sometimes. So, um, and I think it's a lot of personal taste too. Like some people can't stand cilantro as you know, and some people are really good, good right. about other ones. And I think one thing you should maybe look at is look at the nutritional values because, um, Maybe in your health, you need more of something than another. And you know that based on, I guess, blood work or something. So you could go and you could pick those herbs and work them into your smoothies. Like I know that parsley is just magical. I was actually going to write a whole book on parsley, but we kind of didn't go that route. <laughs> oh, well, you should. I think that would be great. I would love that. The story um, of parsley. Yes, it's a great herb. Exactly. Right. And that's and that's exactly why I use ginger in every juice that I make. Um, because I, you know, I've got some inflammation problems. And so I do a lot with ginger and pineapple and carrots Wonderful. Um, to help with that. So yeah, that's a really good uh, suggestion for kind of look and see what are the benefits of which herbs and even vegetables and fruits. Right, exactly. Personalize them, right? Always personalize the recipes. So wonderful. Farnoosh, one of the things that you talk a little bit about in your book, but I'd hear you talk a little bit more about is being careful of some of these um, bottled juices that are popping up, bottled smoothies, some of these chains that are, are popping up as well that aren't necessarily healthy. I go to these sometimes looking for uh, time savings or to... Um, you know, for convenience. But I think there is a real good 
cautionary note when you go to some of these things. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So the the fresh juice bars and smoothie bars are usually pretty awesome. And I'm really excited to find them. So there is this um, this new trend where the new smoothie bars and juice bars are popping up. I think I'm a big proponent of those. I actually, actually want to support them so that they can continue that. But you should always look at the ingredients. And sometimes it's just a matter of you know, they, they put so much in there that this is like maybe five, 600 calories. So, so you want to take that into consideration because it's not just a little drink. It's actually pretty major. And then think about everything that goes in there and make sure that's, that's the stuff you want to put in there. You can always modify. So if somebody's preparing that live for you right in front of you, first of all, you get to watch all of that. And second, if there are ingredients in this, in the recipe, which is always on their menu, if you don't want that, you can ask them to modify. I've never been to a place where they did not modify for me. However, bottled juices and bottled smoothies, that's a different story because, um, first of all, bottled juices, I don't drink bottled juices that have been pasteurized, which basically means they have brought the juice to boil to kill all the, um, uh, I guess, um, all the bad stuff, but then in the process, they kill all the good stuff, all the good enzymes, and then they cool it. And that's just, you know, regulations. They have to do that. There is one new company, which was just recently bought by a, by Starbucks, Fresh, uh, Fresh Evolution, or Evolution Fresh, Evolution Fresh. And they do not, they, they, they have cold pressed juices. They don't do that. But I think that's one thing to look for. How did they make the juice and smoothie? If it's bottled, the other thing is look at the ingredients. Sometimes they use puree, which is basically just, um, fruits that have been, um, uh, puree. I mean, every time I've, I've looked at the puree ingredients, they have, they have added extra sugar mm-hmm. or they add additional ingredients beyond the banana smoothie recipe. So I think you really want to make sure that extra stuff is, is good. And, and you never know and they, they are supposed to list everything. So if there is names on the ingredients that you don't understand, that it sounds foreign to you because it's a long chemical name, then, uh, I would not, I would not, I would just, um, skip and maybe go for something simpler. Maybe go for some sparkling water and an apple and, an, and a banana, right? As a snack. So anywhere that they are preparing in front of you, I would ask them to modify if they are putting extra protein powder or whatever, and you don't want it just hold, tell them to hold it. And anywhere where you're buying, buying bottled juice or smoothie, make sure for the juice. And I guess for the smoothie too, I don't know if they have ever pasteurized smoothies, but maybe they do that as well. I've never bought smoothie in a bottle. Juices, if they pasteurize them, hmm, you're still getting some benefits, but the taste has been altered. The benefits aren't as potent. So I, I would skip if I were you. And then um, if you, they're preparing for you, ask them to modify. And then look at the ingredients on the bottle. Awesome. Well, just one more question for you, Farnoosh, before we um, wrap up. And, and also we'd love to for you to let folks know how to get in touch with you. But first of all, I wanted to say thank you again for such a great resource. This is an awesome book. When you're first thing to get into smoothies, we would highly recommend. This is a one-stop shop. I mean, it takes you from even mentally preparing to get ready for for to uh, enjoy smoothies, which is something I Larissa always accuses me of uh, just, well, I just jump into things most of the time, <laughs> which has its pros and its cons. Right, uh, so, exactly. But this is, yeah, but this is a great resource for, from just like your juicers Bible, from 
you know, which helped us select our juicer. This talks about selecting a blender, getting mentally prepared, talking about uh, using this as meal replacement, all the way to cleaning up. I mean, this is why it's such a great resource. Right. And so, the right, your writing style is great. I just love it. Yeah, Thank it's you. Very Thank you so much. So Wonderful. just one final question before sure. we, we ask, we uh, let folks know how to get in touch with you. But I'm not, I was going to first ask you to, to let us know what your favorite smoothie was, but that's too hard. I know I couldn't do that myself because I have so many favorite juices, favorite smoothies, but I will ask you this. If you're in a rush, and we're talking about you specifically, you're in a rush, you're running out the door, you're going to miss at least a meal, which smoothie do you go to? You have one, you have time, just enough time to make one smoothie. Which mm-hmm. one do you take with you? Okay. All right. Good question. I have many favorites. We could, we could do a quick one together. So I would do, always do bananas. I know bananas are filling. They're great. I would do one of my favorite nut milks. We always have those in the fridge. Probably go for the almond unsweetened nut milk or almond coconut nut milk. I may, if I'm really hungry, I'll add some oats. And ideally I should have soaked my oats in my almond milk before, but hey, I'll add some gluten-free red meal. What is it? Bob's red meal oats. Um, just a fourth of a cup because they can add up, you know, fill you up. And then I would add berries and um, a handful of spinach. So really simple, like the banana to make it creamy and nice, berries to give you those antioxidants, uh, almond milk to make it just a really nice base, Um, oats if I'm really hungry, or if I've you know, know I'm going to miss a meal. I need some protein, some nut butter, some almond butter, and then berries. I look in my freezer. I always have berries. You got to get your freezer in order. If you're going to do the smoothies, this is so important. And so I will, my favorite berries these days are blackberries, frozen blackberries. They're delicious. And of course, blueberries. Um, I used to be crazy about strawberries, but I've kind of moved on to the darker berries and they are, they're fantastic for you. And, um, and that would be it, I guess. So just blend it up. I make two, two mason jars, put the top on and off I go. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you again, Farnoosh. And if you wouldn't mind, just let folks know if they want to contact uh, you or get more information, please let them uh, know where to go. Thank you. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. I hope your listeners get a lot out of it. So the Healthy Smoothie Bible is available. It's going to be available um, uh, anywhere by the time this comes out. But I think that the Amazon carries the best price, just so you guys know. And then you can find me either on prolificliving.com, which is my main home online, or on prolificjuicing.com, which is my new blog for smoothies and juices and all things with natural health. So um, hit me up. Please contact me. Uh, I'd love to uh, connect with new new people, especially through my current friends and, and um, partners here in this in this revolution, <laughs> such as you guys in this case. And um, I am just happy to to make those connections. So thank you for having me. I'm so excited that you are uh, big advocates of natural health. Well, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Farnoosh. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. My pleasure. Okay. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this interview with Farnoosh Brock. I know we have. She's awesome to talk to. She's always so positive. And she's very easygoing and she always has such great things to say. Very she? good energy. Right. I know. And if you'd like to continue, continue, receiving that good energy from Farnoosh, you can visit her website at prolificliving.com. And if you're interested in the Healthy Smoothie Bible or her first book, The Healthy Juicers Bible, uh, if you visit our website, vegetarianzen.com, and click on the Favorite Products tab on the menu, that'll take you to our Amazon store. And we have both of her books in uh, the book section of our Amazon store. And just uh, to let you know, those are affiliate links. So if you do purchase through us, uh, we'll receive a small commission for that. And for that, uh, we really would appreciate. Okay, well, I think that does it for our show today. All right, well, we'll see you next time. Peace out.
Bye. Hey, Veg Centers. Thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.